Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Sammy Edmund has been good enough to join us. SEN Chief Reporter from McCafe Coffee Catch-Up for a limited time only. Get any size soft drink for just $1. Value means more at Macca's. I like that offer. Sammy, welcome to you. Great to have you on. Absolute steal, Dwayne. And there was a robbery down at Olympic Park. I'll tell you yeah, what, was... North Melbourne. For a pra- You know what, Dwayne? It's been a heavy day. I had a bit of fun watching this game. And in fact, after watching North's victory, only one thought popped into my mind. Kanga, 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 Roo, 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 North Melbourne, 15, 12, 102, 10, 8, 68. Let's just forget the fact the Pies were without, what, a lazy dozen premiership players and we're just having a run around in the sun. This was uh, a lot to like about a young North Melbourne side, I thought. He was, and uh, there's a bloke by the name of Larky up forward again who they decided not to worry about shutting down. What about the fact, did you see the five-minute scenario? I almost caught it live on the station I liked it, it evolved. So it was bizarre, wasn't it, that well, Collingwood start with a seven-point lead with five minutes to play, mm-hmm. and then they're not even man up in the middle. North Melbourne win two clearances in a row, kick two goals in a row by stacking their forward line, take the lead. It was almost if, as if Collingwood wanted to come from behind with a minute to go, wasn't it? Yeah, 100%. I spoke about this a few days ago. When you looked at the practice match schedule and some um, some matchups, because obviously free to the clubs to organise, Dwayne, some had eight periods, others had four quarters, some had six, and, you know, the VFL side come on. This one was always advertised at four 25-minute quarters with then two scenario-based quarters to follow, five minutes apiece, which I thought was very clever. Um, uh, and obviously it eventuated how we thought that one club was going to have a narrow advantage, try to hang on, and the other club was going to have to try and claw it back. I, I didn't mind that. And look, it fits the narrative, doesn't it? What we know about Collingwood, the the the, uh, the kings of clutch at the back end of games. <laughs> Although they did concede that last one and Zerha put North Melbourne back in front after Collingwood took the lead. Again, I actually opened up the lines earlier on about what we should, uh, what your team should be practicing with its five-minute drill. Mm. Had some funny ones come through. One here, um, the Brisbane Lions should practice not giving away 50s in crunch time. Another one here, love to see the Bulldogs try to figure out how bizarre Tim English's kick-in to win the game was last year. Uh, so there's a few that came through on the text yeah. on that. Uh, so it's good to get some levity on a day that started oh, with some pretty heavy news. Pretty heavy news indeed. And that news will rage on for some time because uh, the Joel Smith saga has taken, obviously, uh, a, a seismic uh, turn, hasn't it? A significant aggravation of his drug saga. Now stands accused, doesn't he, of cocaine trafficking. He was already facing a two-year suspension, as we know, from the game after testing positive to cocaine on game day and that game being round 23, the win over Hawthorne by the Demons last season. Now, as we know, in case you've been living under rock over the last 24 hours, Sports Integrity Australia have notified Smith that three further anti-doping rule violations for trafficking or attempted trafficking of cocaine, Dwayne, to third parties are asserted against him. So, there's a number of other charges here. Also quite um, interesting or concerningly, the allegation that Smith was in possession of cocaine on September 9, 2022. Now, that was a date that was revealed for the first time last night as well. A full 12 months before the positive test, obviously, in round 23 this season. Now, the Melbourne captain, Max Gorn, unfortunately for Max, he's had a bit of practice uh, getting up and trying to kick in a 10-goal breeze at press conferences like this. And the AFL CEO, Andrew Dillon, spoke today. I know you've heard a lot from Max already, Dwayne. He called the development quite shocking. He insisted he 
wasn't hiding, but was again bullish on the club's culture and, and was sure they didn't have what he said to be a widespread drug issue. He said he had no urgent desire either to find out what other players uh, were involved, given they remain allegations only at this stage. As you would expect, Andrew Dillon swam strictly between the flags, but here's a bit of what the AFL CEO had to say. As Max said at the start, we're in the middle of a process here and assertions have been made, so I can't really go into detail. But what I can say is, yeah, it is disappointing when there's any breach of an AFL rule or regulation or the anti-doping code or any assertion. I think what we have here, and again, without going into the specifics, there, there is there's assertions that have been made in relation to uh, a breach of the anti-doping code, but that's, that's one player, and I think it would be premature to say anything more than that. The investigation is done by Sports Integrity Australia. The information that they have, it's up to them to decide who they pass it on to. And under the anti-doping code, they provide us, the AFL, with certain information. What they do with that is really uh, their call under their legislation. Melbourne Football Club is one of the oldest clubs, well, he's the oldest club in the competition. It's led by a very experienced CEO, Gary Pert, and you've just seen their captain, Max Gorn, who is uh, one of the great captains currently in the competition, and he has been for the last number of years. As Max said, there have been issues over the uh, off-season, but I think that they have a, a you know, great leadership. Um, they've got a great list, but you know, as a, they do have things to work on, but they are a uh, very experienced club led by an experienced CEO and a great captain. Any, as I said, any breach or any perceived breach or alleged breach of the rules is disappointing. And what we continue to do with our illicit drugs policy and the anti-doping code is provide education and training for players about the dangers involved. And we'll continue to do that. We'll continue to educate. And that's, that's the key for us. At the moment, the issues with Sports Integrity Australia and that process will play out over the coming weeks and months. And, and until that's done, there won't be any parallel investigation. So that was Andrew Dillon earlier today, Dwayne. He talked down any prospect of police involvement. He said, you know, this remains only one player at Melbourne at the moment. You wouldn't run ahead of that. And as you just heard at the back end there, he said the league wouldn't conduct an integrity or put their integrity unit microscope over this while the SIA investigation was ongoing. And not sure we'll ever see that given whatever the SIA do decide with Joel Smith, it's going to supersede and trump anything that the AFL could, uh, could throw at him, you would have thought. Yeah, so uh, we just watch this space now. It just depends on how long we're going to be watching it for. It's yeah. going to take weeks or months. And a lot of the investigations have already been done, so I've got my fingers crossed that it might only be weeks. Speaking of weeks, how many weeks, Sam Walsh? Yeah, it's a good question, isn't it? Well, at least another week and a half on a modified program because Carlton have now ruled Sam Walsh out of their official preseason game against Melbourne. That's next Wednesday. We know he won't play tomorrow's hit out against Geelong due to back sauna. So he's on the modified program. But I'm told Dwayne's still running, said to be a world away from where he was with his back problems, you know, this time last year where he could basically couldn't even walk and did end up having the, the surgery in pretty much a non-existent preseason. So he's a long way from that. He's doing modified running uh, at the moment. Will be reassessed leading into open round and uh, the head of football down there Brad Lloyd just released a statement to say we will take a no risk approach with Sam's return to play therefore he will not feature in the upcoming practice games just incidentally Carlton do play tomorrow as I say Dwayne against the Cats at Icon Park forecast top of 36 Mm. now the game starts at 11.30 it was supposed to be at 11 I'm not sure if the Cats needed a bit more time to get up from your neck of the woods and up the highway. I reckon they needed to move the clock the other way as opposed to the way they have done. It's going to be warm. I'd rather they played it at six as well. I might have to have a chat to them. I'll see if I can uh, rattle their case to get up there a bit early. Uh, the traffic's easier earlier as well. If you get up there at six, it's a hell of a lot easier than crossing the Westgate at 
seven eight thirty. So uh, yep. yeah, we'll see if we can get it moved for us. Hey, um, speaking of games and where they played, did Andrew Dillon talk about Tassie? Yeah, I wanted to ask him about Tasmania, Dwayne. Given uh, it was an opportunity, we don't get it too often to speak to him. And obviously, the Tasmanian election being called early, the Tasmanians go to the polls down there on March twenty three. And of course, the Mac Point Stadium, regardless of whether it's one point oh two point oh, regardless of what it looks like, has become the political football in the middle of the two major parties down there. And I asked Andrew Dillon whether the AFL remained fixed, Dwayne, on their long-standing ultimatum that it's always been put in front of Tasmania, and that being no roof stadium, no team. And this is what Andrew Dillon had to say. The Tasmanian footy club, you know, now led by Grant O'Brien and Kath McCann with Jack Revolt, are doing a power of work down in Tasmania. We got a big announcement in the middle of March in relation to the club nickname and the club colours. The licence that was granted by the AFL Commission back in May last year, announced on the 3rd of May, uh, was really clear, based on a really robust business case that the Tasmanian Footy Task Force had put forward. And that business case rested on and was really what a key part of that business case and a key part of the um, approval given by the AFL Commission and then signed off by the 18 AFL clubs was a stadium at Macquarie Point with a roof that held at least 23,000 people. That's the agreement that we have with the Tasmanian government, and that's the agreement that the AFL Commission has and what the 18 AFL clubs have. Look, I don't want to go into hypotheticals, but what I will say, and we've been really clear on saying that, is the licence that we have for the 19th team in Tasmania, which will be an amazing thing for Tasmania, um, the work that Grant O'Brien and Kath McCann and Jack Revolt are doing at the moment is uniting the state, the south, the north and the northwest. But what's really clear is that we do need to have a stadium in Hobart at Macquarie Point with at least 23,000 people and with a roof because that was a pivotal part of the business case that was led by the Tasmanian Footy Task Force. So it remains, Dwayne, no stadium, no team. Andrew Dillon earlier today. Love it, Sammy. Glad you asked that question. Has to have a roof. And I think it should have a roof as well, but uh, we can open that debate up another time. Talk to you tomorrow, Sammy. Will do. Good work. See Sammy Ebbin for a McCafe coffee catch-up. For a limited time only, get any size soft drink for just a dollar. Value means more at Maccas, and that is value.